meet me at the dark Finally I can see you crystal clear Go ahead and sell me out and I'll lay your ship bare See I'll leave with every piece of Welcome and Happy New Year and Merry Christmas from the Malcolm Go Podcast. A very depressing song, Adele rolling in the deep about heartbreak, Um, which is adequate, I think, to start this week's pod. Uh, Two weeks uh, of holidays that landed on recording days, so Tyler and I were hanging with our families. How was your Christmas, Ty? How was your New Year's? Christmas is good. New Year's was uh, was even better. I ate barbecue at 6 o'clock. I had some animals. PM and was uh, in bed around fucking twelve fifteen. It was love great. It. Yeah, it's exactly what you want in the New Year's. It's, you know, you got. I fucking played beer pong for the first time in like twelve years. You forget the feeling you get when you hit the last cup. The just the self satisfaction. Just the just your gut. Does you just feel like a champion? I, I don't know if there's many better uh, feelings than that. It is funny. Sex that, is like a second to hitting the last cup in beer pong. To play beer pong with people who like. Who think that it's like an athletic achievement? Yeah, you know they win and they're like, "Fuck it!" They get so fired up, like you're not just in someone's basement. They're the same yeah. guys that are like addicted to cornhole. Like, yeah, and they, exactly. They, yeah, just people that take like house games, you know, like shit, dr- shithead drunk games, super seriously. They pride their personality off it. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, come on, yeah, I got. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna score 18 out of the 21. So yeah, like you just gotta do, you just gotta score three. And then three weeks, it remind you of the time you guys played Bear Pond. Yeah, I don't even <laughs> fucking, whatever. All I don't right. even remember that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, that was that. Christmas came and went. It's just, I'm, I'm at the point now where I'm just the dad. So, like, there's nothing coming my way anymore. What'd you get for Christmas? Anything? Me? No. I got nothing. Nothing. That's what I'm saying. I'm the dad now. You didn't even get, like, a, a nice new Patriots sweatshirt? Or? Well, not from, uh, my, my mom gave me a nice, she gave me the old school Belichick sweatshirt. Christmas. Oh, the classic. The classic Belichick. Yeah. Uh, and my wife's got that, uh, one of those machines that you can put vinyl on things and, and like make your own stickers. She's going to put my little initials on there, like Bill Belichick, like my hero. Oh, that's fine. So I'm going to be like my little hero. That is adorable. Uh, so I'll have that. Um, uh, my mom got me some gym headphones. My mom likes to buy a lot of Christmas presents. Uh, and then, you know what? Same old, same old. Got my wife a computer, so my pod computer could always be my pod computer. Uh, you know, Santa got the kids a lot of stuff. Yeah, Santa. thousands of dollars worth of stuff. Santa you know, it's just never, uh, Santa just Santa's gonna get run to the po house. Yeah, you guys it's, are right at that prime Santa age. Yeah, uh, of like they're eating it up, and it's like what you know, so much stuff. Like you can't wrap it. You just gotta lay it out like nice looking. So you just put it in piles, one for the girl, one for the boy, and just a tower of uh materials. And then my dad also. Uh, spends like twenty five thousand dollars on each kid, so it's like seven Santas come. The you know, like my my kids are not gonna understand. Other kids would be like, oh wow, I got a book for yeah. Christmas, and it was like the big deal. Like uh, like uh, they just they get th- literally. I can't even imagine. It's got to be in total. Each kid must get four thousand dollars worth of stuff. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Which is more than I spend on myself throughout the year. Yeah, I don't even. I was really trying to decide if I could buy a pair of headphones the other day. I don't even remember. I have, like, just the regular wild ones. So I was going to get, like, the air earbuds. And I was, like, talking to Airbud, the movie? For, like, I don't know. Might as well five or six days. I finally talked myself out of it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I, I do that constantly. It's, like, $100. I'm like, why can't I just get, go get the fucking I like headphones? To, uh, I, I can afford it. it I, I'm doing the thing where right now where I'm just, I'm, like, in between, right before credit card payments are due, I let my, like, Christmas bonus in my uh, on my Christmas money that like I get from like 
my grandmother or like my dad like give me they throw me a few a few uh c notes or something i just let it sit in my bank account and look how pretty look how much money i have yeah. until then finally annex comes a calling and then uh all of it goes away in a snap uh, that's fun um yeah it's the worst but now that's over so now we're on to patriots talk i mean can you was there a worse Belichick Brady regular season loss than you can remember with more impact. I don't know about more impact, but I have to be honest, I didn't watch the game. Wow. I got a gift for Christmas from my girlfriend's parents to go see an illusionist. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so no. I wish I had my soundboard right now, which <laughs> is broken due to the fucking updates on these stupid Macs. I was in a, I was watching a magic show oh, which God. was I mean, you're just being talked down to by the entire time he was Was he it even going, a known illusionist or was it just some local guy? No, he's kind of big. He won uh, Penn and Teller's Foolish show. Oh, uh, okay. So he had a couple of, I mean I was in a vantage point where I could see how he did a couple of the tricks. And yeah. I was like, you're not even pretending to hide that <laughs> fucking picture that you're replacing this picture with. I'm sick move. of this boring yeah. crowd. He's just doing it. He hated the audience, too, because it was a... It was a he must hate his life. He's a two fucking illusionist. It was a two o'clock magic show. Those so, are, first of all, magicians are like a 1700s occupation. Yeah, now a lot of it was like, I feel like that chalkboard wasn't really a chalkboard. Yeah. Like It was something that you could just fucking put a sign on like these guys should they should only be performing in front of a king in uh his court you know what i mean there's no reason that a magician should be coming to the wilbur theater in boston and doing his his uh moving mirrors and fucking things around so that his his, the ace comes up in the ice block nobody cares i don't care yeah it was like there was a couple of them and like the thing that sucks from magicians right now must be Reddit because there was one I didn't know how he did. Like, yeah. A lot of them you can kind of figure out. Yeah. There was one I was like, how the fuck did he? And I went on Reddit. It was like, oh, that's the easiest thing of all time. <laughs> I, I, I never cared to look it up. Like yeah. I remember, uh, you know, like David Blaine was huge for a while. And literally David Blaine just like goes to like black neighborhoods and performs in front of like groups of five teenage black kids because they fucking lose their mind. Yeah. That's that, that's. One thing that black people cannot believe is magic isn't real. They let anything, literally, he'll like, I don't know, he'll, there were some good ones that he did. Like, I remember he did like a, he had a kid pick out a card and then he lifted up his sleeve and it was tattooed on his arm and they lost their mind, like lost their mind. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. Like, you can do shit like that. And then David Blaine kind of got lame. He's like, I'm just going to do these tricks where I almost kill myself. Like, yeah, I was like, sitting in the ice block. I was like, that's not magic. You just, sleep for days or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He like, yeah, he like lived in ice for a month or something, and he didn't even do it. Like he never gets to the end anymore. He's just like a half-ass comedian daredevil. This guy was a fucking uh, illusionist. He, he started. He is. Uh, there was like a running th- theme through his show, and like a couple of the things were that he was really into art, and that he understood art more than everyone else. So yeah. he would look at a picture, like a regular, and he goes, "This is what this meant to me." And I just don't think other people understood how important this is. I understand it. it was like, all right, you're the douchebag that <laughs> gets art more. You're than You're the most. one. Uh, yeah, and just, then he, another one was that he had twins and that when he had his twins, he finally realized what was important in life. It was like, all right, you fucking have kids <laughs> and you're better than everyone guy. Like, we get it. Shut the fuck up. That like, sounds like every asshole I've ever met at like uh, a yuppie birthday party. Exactly. Oh, what it's it like was. everyone's enjoying like the girl in her princess outfits first birthday and like the, the rich family, like husband went to Harvard and the wife went to like fucking who knows, like, uh, some liberal arts school and they're just chatting and they're wearing like Christmas outfits to a, uh, a one-year-old's yeah. birthday party. And people uh, who have a lot of money love to tell people how money's not important. Yeah. It's not important. And you know, to, when you're born on third base yeah. and act like you hit a triple, that's what really bugs me. Oh, it was the worst. It was like, all right, we get it with your foot. They're like, they just, he wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. He was like describing, he was talking about how, how, it was like being a mother was important and how money was important. And he was going through this, but then he was describing his house during the story. So he he was telling about how he had all these extra bedrooms Oh, that fucking, he could send some lady in a braggart. Yeah. One of his friends and their kid into the bedroom and how her mother, motherly intuition was more important than money, but you could hear him be like, he was also slipping in how rich he was. <laughs> yeah, he it was, was like, you fucking douche. Like, Dude, no one cares about your dumb house. He, they could go in any of my guest rooms, and yeah. I wouldn't even care. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. <laughs> uh, and, and she didn't even honestly choose the biggest guest room, which I thought was weird. But, you know, that was 2,000 square feet's good enough. Yeah. Uh, 
I remember David Copperfield. Nothing ever came of it. That was his greatest magic was making it this disappear. Like he had like a whole thing where he was like before Me Too came out, he was like a uh, caught with like a uh, like raping girls and like had a whole rape island it was called like off the coast of Washington. Yeah, that's fun. You remember that? Like he literally had no, a th- I, remember, I think it was yeah. called Rape Island yeah, or most want. people called it Rape Island. And um, well, that was back. He the made day. that disappear. When, I don't know how. When you were just a certain person, you just—it didn't even matter that you just. Yeah. It was like yeah, fucking. You could just yeah, sure. This is what we do. We're fucking rich. We're powerful, and we rape. I saw I saw David Copperfield when I was a boy. I was probably uh, I don't know, maybe eleven at the most, and uh, I still remember because I was so embarrassed because you had to like. My mom's like, we have to dress up for the theater. We must oh. dress up for the theater. So my mom, my dad, my grandfather. Uh, he was a little. He was a little bit, uh, you know, in the know. So he would get a lot of stuff hot. You know what I mean? A lot of hot items. And uh, one particular item he got was a 1996, um, or it was whatever it was, the Atlanta Olympics. It was an Atlanta Olympics leather jacket, oh, and had the logo of the Atlanta Olympics on the back. And it was black, and uh, the sleeves were light brown. And I hated it. <laughs> and I was like, I can't, I will not wear this. And I refuse. And my mom's like, well, then you guess you're not going to the theater. And I was like, fuck. So I had to wear it. And she put me in like some green corduroys or whatever. My brother's all dressed up like normal. And I got this horrible jacket on. Uh, And then we go and we see David Copperfield. And, uh, you know, whatever. He does his stupid magician shit for like an hour. And uh, I'm bored to tears. Whatever. I thought like none of it was great. And uh, the one thing they were going to do, he was going to make, like, 12 people in the crowd disappear. And the way he was going to pick was he threw, like, 12 giant pink balls out into the, uh, into the crowd. And once the music stopped, whoever was holding the ball was going to be disappeared. So uh, the last ball lands in my dad's lap. And he's got it holding it. He's holding it. And the music's been stopped for, like, three seconds. And I literally almost burst into tears because I had no idea... That like I was like I, he's definitely gonna go away forever if he if he goes up there and disappears. I've never seen them bring him back. So I was like like he cut people in half earlier. I don't see her get put back together. <laughs> so like uh, my dad lifts it back up in the air and just spikes it like thirty rows in front of him. So he never got disappeared. But then we I went. Say, your dad would have none of that. No, nah, he was like I'm not, not doing this yeah. bullshit. I he, I'm lucky he was even there. Yeah. Uh, he was probably calling his gumar in the front the whole time <laughs> on the pe- on the payphone out in Chinatown, fucking. Uh, Red Light District, when it was, whatever it was, it used to be called the War Zone, whatever the fuck. Um, so, anyway, and then that was it. We saw that dumb magician that was wearing that horrible jacket that I'll never forget. And uh, we ate at the Ground Round later. No, sorry. We did not eat the Ground Round. We ate at the Continental, Ooh. which was the last time I ate at a Continental, back when it was m- heavily mob run. Yeah. And you went in there, and there was like Frank Sinatra impersonators walking up and down, handing you terrible appetizers. One of our uh, greatest uh, Saugus institutions, Continental. I went about, I don't know, a year and a half ago with your brother because he had a teacher who, who kept, wants to like stay in touch all the time. I hate that. Yeah. And he somehow got my uh, Instagram, my Facebook. He's always messaging me like. His Dominic's teacher? Yeah. From, Saint, from the prep. And I'm like, good job. Keep it up. Or like, he's this weird, lonely, older guy. He goes really? on trips and. And he treated us to dinner at the Continental. And it was actually quite good. It sounds like he's cruising you, to be honest. Oh, yeah, it's strange. <laughs> I have this other guy at work that comes in, and uh, he keeps leaving me notes with his number on him and tries to, like, constantly trying to sleep with me. Yeah, you've got bare potential. Oh, gay guys love me. You have got bare potential. You've got a lot of beard hair. You've got a nice head of hair, and your whole back and stomach is just full of hair. And they love it. I don't know. Gay guys, I'm big in the gay community. So I, I would think a, a young, very thin, uh, wafy boy, Twink, would yeah. l- just love to just snuggle up with you. I'm an older guy's dream for some reason. Yeah? It's a lot of older men, and they tip well. So you, you just... You know how you're just always great in a community? I've always found that a larger black woman fucking will chat me up nonstop. That's just, she loves yeah. me. Love, just love all of them. Hey, baby, all the time. And I'll be, hello... And I'm just act normal, mm-hmm. and then just fat black girls will just chat with me. They'll think I'm the just the bee's knees. I, it is good to be liked. Yeah. As soon as you start, like, someone's like... But it's never by the group you want it to be. No, of course not. That's why you could just imagine what it would be like to be, like, a really good-looking girl. And just having no clue how easy it is. I was always good with, like, fat girls, because I'd just be like... I would literally... 
uh, just not care about them or have any interest in them. So I just talked to them like normal, like I talked to guys, whatever. Like, and I think they got the vibe that I wasn't trying to hit on them, and then they'd fall in love with me yeah. all the time, every time. Ten out of ten fat girls fell in love with me uh, throughout middle school and high school, and then like their friends would come up and be like, "Do you like her?" I'm like, "No, I zero interest in this girl." It's exactly why, like, as soon as you get a girlfriend or whatever, you you like you you stop trying to get other girls and then all of a sudden a lot of these girls want you and the rain and then you always think like oh if i was just single then you dump your girlfriend and And then then they would just be fucking some other guy your best friend probably yeah because you're way too into them and you're like needy (laughs) and they're like no i don't want this fucking weird energy around me texting her all the time yeah you have no clue how to act like just acting like you don't want just want to be their friend they it's like the it's easy it's just impossible to pull that off yeah yeah so i didn't watch a second of the game i uh i watched a little bit of the first i saw brady's pick and that was yeah. the greatest. That was just brutal. I don't even know. It was it was just classic way to beat the Patriots defense. It was like which scares me about this week is because like it was Patriots coaches now working in Miami and now we got Patriots coaches now working in fucking Tennessee. So like all they did was double team Edelman and like put a corner on James White and Brady was toast. He had nowhere else to go. Like Harry had a couple of okay catches, Dorsett had one long catch. And then uh, Sanu had like fucking three drops again. Yeah, and made, he made a couple good plays. But like, I thought like the book on him was that he blocks. He's like one of the best blocking receivers in the NFL. He's got the he's got great hands. Never drops the ball. He's dropped like four passes since he's gotten here. And they'd be they're simple like three yard crossing routes where he's got no one near him on big plays too. I don't know why they love him so much, but he's really just. I mean, he's an average receiver at best. That's why I say he just is exactly average. Yeah, like he's never. He's never going to be like Edelman. You know what I mean? Like a guy that's just like the go-to guy or whatever. Like when he came here and he caught 10 passes against Baltimore, I was like all in. I was like, this guy is the best. He's going to be great here. Obviously, Belichick knew what he was doing when he got him. And then like he's had like 12 catches since then. Yeah, he's fine. He's not like, I don't know. I I still think they're going to win the Super Bowl. Like in my head, I have no, I haven't wavered. For one second, even when they're like, all right, they didn't win, I was like, all right, well, it's, I still think they'll win every game, though. I just They can. They definitely can. I mean, it's three teams that they've lost to most recently. Not most recently, but they lost to Tennessee last year horribly in Tennessee. Um, they lost to Kansas City at home. They lost to Baltimore on the road. So those are the three teams, or they play like the Texans and the Bills. I mean, I think the Bills will beat the Texans on the road, but you know, it would be actually ideal if the Patriots beat... Um, whatever you call them, beat fucking Tennessee this week, beat Kansas City next week, and then Buffalo beat uh, Houston and Baltimore, and uh, Buffalo has to come to New England for the AFC Championship game. That would be phenomenal. Which And then all not, the AFC East haters would eat it. Houston is not a very good team. Like, no. They're, just, they're not good. So that that's not even really a tough win. Um, Baltimore, obviously, is a little different story, but it's the playoffs. I just... This week, I think they'll be fine. I think they'll win... This week, honestly, I would think this is going to be the hardest game of the three if they were going to go that if they were going to go Kansas City, Baltimore, which would be their ha- would have to be their route, you know, to the Super Bowl. I think winning against Tennessee is going to be the toughest one just because of the coaching. Um, I don't know. I, the I fact just, that Tannehill's the, just sucks. That's what I mean. Tannehill, I, he doesn't suck now. Like he's been really good this year, but he hasn't. He stinks in Foxborough. Like, literally, Foxborough eats him alive. Yeah, and you don't want to beat in Foxborough in January. That's, yeah. like, another place. I think the defense is – I mean, they obviously didn't have a great game against Miami. They didn't really let up many points. Besides that last drive, which – The last drive ha- was a gotta-have-it drive to secure a, uh, a, a buy in yeah. the second seed, and they couldn't do it. Like, Gilmore got destroyed in this game by Devontae Parker one-on-one. And, I've, and they never made a change, like – Double him. Fucking. I, I heard people complaining about Gilmore. It's like, all right, he had a bad game. One game, yeah. Fuck, he, he's been the best cornerback of all time for the rest of the <laughs> yeah. year. How about we leave him the fuck alone? Yeah, right. he still didn't give up a touchdown. Yeah. And the other thing, he uh, like he didn't give up a touchdown all season, by the way. The, that is incredible, yeah. actually. But the Pats have kind of done this throughout the year where it's like, all right, well, you know, you have the lead. The other team has the ball. Yeah. And the, I mean, they did it against the Cowboys. Like, and you just need to get a stop to win the game, and they just didn't get. That they were stop. sending blitzes, and they couldn't get to. They couldn't get to fucking Fitzpatrick, yeah. And that's why they were just leaving everybody out on an island. And he was just picking them off. 
Left so, and right. They I, didn't cover a slant the whole game. They were playing very vanilla, and they were putting fucking John Jones and cover too deep. Like, he didn't know what he was doing. Why is he playing safety? It yeah. makes no sense. They were just doing weird shit. This is the same thing they did, like, three years ago. Maybe it was longer than that now. It was, like, five. It was, they lost in Miami. They needed just All they needed to do was beat Miami in Miami. Or they had to win one out of two games. They had to w- beat the Jets at home or something, and then... Or Jets on the road. It was one of the two, but they had to beat the, the Jets. every year, and then they had to go on the road. Yeah, and they had to go on the road. They were the one seed, and all they had to do was win one out of two games, and it was the Jets and the Dolphins, and both of them were not great. Like, I know the Dolphins were 7-8, and eight, and we went to Miami because they'd lost the Jets, and uh, they had to go to Miami, and they didn't put Gronk in the seam once. They never ran him in the seam because they didn't want him to get hurt. So they ran Gronk only on the outside the whole time, and they were just like couldn't, couldn't get to the end zone. They lost like 20-10. to 10. And they never tried to like run through the, up the middle of the field. And they dominated the divisional game and then had to go to Denver and they fucking lost because Gostowski missed an extra point. Yeah. I mean, there is a lot. Like, it's just, you could, they you do could that really shit. like kind of pick this team apart if you really wanted to. Yeah. Just sit there. And, but I just don't. I mean, again, it's Brady and Belichick. Right. They're, they're going to get it done. I just. I have no doubt. I just, it's so disappointing to have like. I've never seen them, like, the whole week they're talking about this is the playoff game. This is the playoff game. This is the playoff game. And they gave one of the worst performances they had all year on both sides of the ball. I mean. No, the defense. So. The offense actually outplayed the defense in that if game. If they could just get a stop in the last drive, they only let up 13 points. Brady's pick yeah. six. Brady had a pick six. They were yeah. chasing that a lot. So, besides, if they just get that one stop, the defense had another great game. Yeah. They just couldn't figure it out on the last drive, which they is gave up weird. Like a million yards uh, passing in that game, though. Yeah, against there was nobody on that team. Like go down up and down their roster. There's like 17 Patriots practice squatters starting on that team. <laughs> Literally, they like pit, Brian Flores took like eight guys off the practice squad or like guys that would cut at the end of training camp and brought them and they start for Miami and they're all bad. Like they're yeah. all average guy. Like Trent Trent Harris, that kid that was jarring all day at. Uh, Whatever his name was. I don't even know. Nate Webster. Whatever the fuck. Never heard of him. Yeah, never heard of him. But he was jarring all game. He was beating the shit out of fucking Dorsett. Uh, pushing him. He, had like a, he was like all fired up for it. And then... Um, There's a guy who I think could have a big playoff. Dorsett? Dorsett feels like... I mean, obviously he's not... I can't not trust Amendola, him ever. But I do feel like he's been around for a while. He They, they don't even do toe trust- minutrails. They're scared. Like, they're scared they're going to fuck it up. They're playing not to win. Like, playing not to lose. While other teams are playing to win, you know what I mean? Like, I I understand why they went into halftime with three timeouts, but like, what are we doing here? Like, imagine you had that extra drive at the end of the game and you scored th- get three points. Yeah, you know what I mean, I mean, the, I think then the they would have only tied the game. It doesn't help that your kicker it, is your seventeenth kicker of the season. Yeah, yeah and still. he needs to he needs to kick a forty yarder in to like trust him at all. Yeah, so it's like I don't, I don't know. I'm just not where I just. Really feel like they're going to win this week pretty handily. I feel like they could win. Uh, yeah, they're going to be fired up. I don't. I literally think they could bring the fucking eighty-five bears in and they'd win this week. I because think after last week, I think they're just going to go out and fucking smother this team. It feels like the Chargers a lot. Like they could walk in and just really be ready to play. And then at Kansas City, that's another one. Kansas I feel City's like not even that great this year. That no, I think they're down. I mean, obviously they want to be as bad after last year in the playoffs, but but they already had their revenge game. They already won. Now it would they, be our, we'd have more revenge for them. They have beaten us a decent amount of times. Like yeah. three of the last what four times we played, we just beat them in the playoffs. Yeah. So yeah, I think we've beat we beat them. Well, we beat them twice last year, and then they beat us the year before that. They beat uh, us twice at uh, three times in the regular season in a row. They killed us one year in the regular one year. Season. That was the open the uh, season opener, but they won in the regular season last year, and they won in the playoffs last year. They the lost Pats won the regular season last year? Yeah, Mahomes over in overtime. Yeah, they beat him. Oh, that's right. Scored like a thousand. It was like 50 to fucking 48. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, they're not that great. They lost to the Colts at home. They fucking barely beat the Chargers at home this week. Uh, they're not that great. Yeah, I mean, so I think they're very another very beatable team. Yeah. And then you just have to see what happens in the, in the AFC Baltimore. Championship if they can get there. I mean, that's... And I'm just, not also sure that Baltimore is going to be all that great in the fucking playoffs. Uh, I mean, they're built, could, they're built for the playoffs, but, I mean, like, they play defense and they run the whole time. But but uh, Lamar is going to go from trying to stay healthy, like, all regular seasons to try to, like, win the game. You can yeah. see him cutting back on a on a run back into the field and getting lit up. Like, 
that anything can Eminem, but they still got RG3. They don't have like the worst backups. They got like I think you just said they have RG3. They have RG3. They <laughs> have think another that's one. That's the too. worst backup. Yeah, but they, <laughs> he's like a similar player. No, you know what I mean? he's you're like talking about the MVP of the league. Yeah, but guy. he's like sixty percent. He you can't give you sixty percent of Lamar Jackson RG3. If Lamar, if RG3 starts, let's not pretend point, like they. He also won the Heisman Trophy, doing the exact same Lamar Jackson did. Yeah, but that would be like if Lamar Jackson's knee fell off this yeah. week. Yeah, I point. guess he's just not. He's fine. I mean, but Lamar is playing out of this world right now. Yeah. If Lamar plays like he's been playing the regular season, they won't beat him. Yeah. I don't think they can. Lamar, I just don't think he can keep that up. He's just. I'm telling you that the Patriots could go to Baltimore and win. They would have won last time. If fucking, I'm still, I'm sticking by. If Edelman didn't fumble I, and they were turning for a touchdown, exact feeling. It, they would have won last time. But uh, now, you know, who knows? But they got fucking. I think the offense is. It's. I think it's. I don't think it's that bad. Like people are talking about the woes of the offense. Like, all right, they just. It's the they, passing game. Like the running game is getting going a little bit. Like people, when we we can when we can run when people know we're running, like that's good because we do that all the time. But like. You know, for a long time, when Sony Michelle came in, he was like, Ugh, one yard, negative one yard. You know, you couldn't even get to the line a he lot was of times. Killed. But now he's getting like five yards, four yards, four and a half yards. And they're he's, chunking him. And, and he's doing good. Burkhead looks real Burkhead's good. Burkhead's a great change of and pace. You're going to see a lot of, yeah, you're going to, White and Burkhead are going to have a big yeah. postseason because they, I mean, I just, White is just going to explode. Yeah. You're going to see him with like 15 catches a game. He has to be, but like, there's that's the problem though. It's like I'm saying, they're putting cornerbacks on him because they don't need him to cover our wide receivers. They have Edelman. Harry needs to step up. He's he's still making fucking rookie mistakes. I mean, I understand he's only got that was like his seventh game, but like he's got to do something. He's got to have a big play down the field. He had like one back shoulder catch last week. Uh, I don't know, whatever. I saw his. He had that long ball. Was that this week or two weeks ago? I don't even remember anymore. He had the long ball down the sidelines where it was end up being a flag, but yeah. he completely sold out. And yeah, I saw it. Caught it. It was a flag. Yeah, that was a good play. Yeah, and it didn't count. But there was a stat uh, Dave Brown put out. Uh, a great Patriots follow. Um, he's a beat writer for like New Hampshire, and uh, he wrote. It was like first seven games of Rob Gronkowski's career, uh, like whatever it was. I forget. Like it's like four 30, It was like thirty catches, yeah. three touchdowns, one hundred and four yards. And Harry is like um, like thirty four catches. He's got like more catches. He's got uh, more yards by like ten. And he's got two touchdowns. So he's like the exact same as Gronk and right two now. Rushing, right? Doesn't he have four touchdowns total? No, he didn't have two rushing touchdowns. He had the one they called back. I thought he had more. I he's only he got another... two touchdowns, right? I think he has four. No, the only one I I only remember the one that he got in the back of the end zone against uh, Buffalo. Right? Was it Buffalo? And his very first game of the year, the the first game of the year, he caught like a a touchdown on the corner. Yeah, and then he had the one in the back of the end zone. Yeah. Did he have one this week? Nope, didn't do anything this week. Um, Edelman didn't do anything this week. I mean, like, I think they were keeping him out of harm's way, but like Dorsett had a long catch. I don't know. This it did feel like they were trying, like trying, trying to win the game while win. not trying to really win the game. Like just showing yeah. up to win, just doing barely enough to barely win the minimum. game, not show much and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's like, not different than what they've done in the past where they can get away with it. But like the offense is so like, stagnant they can't even pass the ball to save their lives like missing on a tight end just not drafting one not trading for one it fucking killed them this year the utter lack of fucking uh like edge presence yeah any presence on the edge Anybody that could run up the seam. Yeah, it's like weird that they can't even get open in the middle of the field. Usually those yeah. guys, I mean, Watson does it a little bit, but, but like usually 70. a tight end can get yeah. open in the middle of the field. They, eventually they forget about you yeah. sometimes. That's Especially what happened with Landon Roberts. Like, Landon Roberts, did you see that play? Yeah. Yeah, ridiculous. This, because it's okay. like, that's like what happens with our tight ends because nobody, ca- like this guy, what's he going to do? Like, he, he looked like a moron catching the ball, but like he caught it. You know what I mean? Like, and he ran for fucking 50 yards and scored a touchdown. He's fucking. A, a middle linebacker. A guy it's should not be able to do that. A matter of time until he winds up at tight end. Yeah. Like that's what he might be the best tight end on the field. Especially with Devlin coming back yeah. next year, we might be putting Alandon Roberts at tight end. Like, the, and you're gonna be like, what the fuck? Like, why can't we just go get him? Yeah, anybody. Like, I get it, and it will probably kind of work a little bit. Like, it'll, he'll he'll probably yeah. be like decent, but it's like, why can't we just why can't we just but have a regular really, team? And then you're thinking, like, I looked at, I mean, 
that kid that went to Detroit from Iowa was like consensus. Like he's going to be the next Gronkowski, hundred percent. This is Gronkowski, next next one. He I didn't, he didn't do anything. Hacking, I don't even know his name. Hawkins, there was two of them the fuck from his Iowa that were T.J. Hawkinson. That are just whatever. Hawkins. Yeah, and then the other one was Noah Fant, and he was like a, a, a Hernandez type. He went to Denver. He didn't do anything. Did you hear any rookie tight end do anything? No. And you would think these guys should be coming out like that, year after year that there's like a, a that's 60, the player now two fifty yeah. guy that's athletic. Like yeah. the quarterbacks are like that. Like every year there's a quarterback that could not only. Run, but they can swing. Yeah, like they Kyle just, Murray is a yeah. monster. Yeah. And he was, you know, he's a crazy athletic guy who can actually throw the ball. You would think these guys would be coming out of 10 but they're really not. And they have the body type, and, like, they could do everything on, like, the pra- on the like the combine field. You know what I mean? Jump through the fucking roof, uh, you know, run 4-5, and they're, like, 270-6-6, and then they just... I don't know. Like, does soft. it never you know translates? You know what it is? Is they really like they they don't have that mindset because Kittle has that mindset. Yeah. You see the there was a run play. They ran behind Kittle yeah. and he pancaked this guy in the end zone yeah. and he's just like laughing in his face. Yeah. And you're like, that's what you need in a yeah. tight end. Not only a guy who likes to catch the ball and yeah. you know make plays, but a guy who also will pancake a safety and fucking love it. Yeah. Which is Gronk was like that. Yeah. Gronk would love to hit and love to catch. Now Gronk's Who else is fucking, good at that? Now Gronk's Gronk spiking Steve Harvey Legos. Yeah. I mean, that was... Uh, I just I hate I, seeing Gronk. I can't watch it. It's, it's so fucking... It's, uh, it's not funny. It's, it's like, all right, this is what Gronk does. Well, you know, you're I'm used big. to it for like 12 years of what? Seeing him do silly shit. Oh, we spike a Dunkin' Donuts hot yeah. chocolate off a homeless guy. Yeah. That, I, would, I would watch that. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he does. Like, you know, you've just been seeing him do it for 10 years. Now he's doing it for all of America and like every... Uh. Like... You know, people that don't watch football, like, who is this guy? Like, why is he abusing Steve Harvey? America's beloved Steve Harvey. It's why, though, all these guys are why when Jimmy Graham was putting up those big numbers, everyone was like, well, he's you can't even compare him to Gronk because he's just this little wimp guy who runs on the seam and he's, you know, 6'10 or whatever. He never gets hit. He he doesn't doesn't block. Yeah. Yeah. And he was putting up big numbers with Drew Brees. Everyone was like, fuck him. And then he went to Seattle and fell off the map. And Gronk was still just a monster, but that's why these guys, they really aren't, I guess maybe they're not out there, but why not get a blocking tight end? That's what I don't understand. I still don't know where the fuck uh, Dwayne Allen went. Like, he got cut from Miami. Was he done, like, for good? Like, was he that bad? Like, he's just a, he's just a, a blah. They probably, but he was a blocking so, tight end. Yeah, but, like, he, he's just so You can't tell me he's not better than Lacoste. He's so forgettable. They probably forgot he was in the league. <laughs> who was the guy we had a tight end? He was good. Year? He was all right, um, but I can't. I don't remember his number. So the big guy. He was strong. Ah, he blocked fuck. sometimes. Nothing. Whatever. I guess yeah. there's no one out there. Yeah. I mean, that's why I always thought about like fullback. Like not so much tight end, but like even a blocking tight end. Just like anybody. You cannot tell me that a fucking like sign up a a, a decent lineman. You know what I mean? Like a six six lineman that's maybe like under underweight. Like. Two two ninety or something, and just yeah, put him on the edge, like Isaiah Wynn, But if yeah. he was had to get in shape, a little taller, like, yeah, yeah. It makes Isaiah an Isaiah Win lose twenty pounds and put him on the edge, yeah, and be like, all right, well, you're just gonna block and then maybe go out in the flat occasionally. Like, yeah, I don't know what it is. I, there must be some sort of matchup problem. I don't. They just. I don't know why they don't have anyone out there. I don't know. I, that was the that was probably the biggest mistake they made this season. That and I still hold true that. T- fucking signing Antonio Brown fucked the whole season up. Um, eh, no, I'm, I'm. I don't think it was. I don't I think even it think it fucked everything up because it forced them to trade Demarius Thomas, who was a bum. I don't fuck Demarius Thomas. He's a like, bum, but he would have helped. He he didn't even make the roster. Remember they cut him. Yeah, and then it they was brought like, him back though. Yeah, like the next but they're like, and no one signed him. They're like, yeah. all right, we're gonna leave, let you go because we we don't want to lose a roster spot because yeah. you're old and embarrassing. I don't know. I don't care. I they have the pieces. They have a better All right. They have better pieces than they had last year except at, for one giant game. glaring piece. Yeah. One uh, giant glaring hole but which makes the Patriots offense go. And Edelman's been hurt. You had a better yeah. version of Edelman last year than this year. Yeah. That and the fact that the biggest greatest tight end that ever played and even though he was at 50% of his elite status yeah demanded people to cover him and he would block you out of the world. Uh, him and Trent Brown, I mean, I mean and yeah, it's Devlin. A, it's in Andrews. It's the same and thing. And Andrews, yeah. yeah. It's, the, it's, it's all based which, on the offensive line. Which is making Brady look worse than he's actually playing, but yeah. he's not really playing that bad. 
He misses a throw. Everyone's like, oh, ah, he was sailing him. a few this week that were like, oh, boy. Like, maybe his elbow really is fucked up. But it's, He's 100% hurt. Yeah. 100%. But I think which, he's hurt every year. Yeah. You know what I mean? But this and time, he never comes hurt, out of a game. He's hurt, and I don't think he has trust. So I think he's it's yeah. a combo of like, yeah, I mean, he just... He loves Sanu. Like they, I was reading all these reports about how he like made sure that he they they traded for Sanu. He wanted Sanu. Like so, they instead of Emmanuel Sanders, they got Sanu, and he came and like he works extra hard with them. And you know he looks for him on plays, but he keeps dropping the fucking ball. Yeah, I mean, I also do think that last year they got so much better in the playoffs than they were in the regular season, yeah. especially down the end of the like. I think they have that same mentality that they can do that again. And I think that's part of why they lost this one. Yeah. I think they're kind of going into it being like, fuck it. Well, you know, we're going to like turn up the gas. So if we get, yeah. once we get that by, we'll be at home. We just have to win one game. We're in the AFC championship. Game. Yeah. And they, they just half fast it. Just yeah. half speed. You know and they mean? knew next week, like they're going to, and now they have to turn it on this week. And so I think they're, they're, the defense is going to show up. Uh, the defense. I'm not too worried about like, Covering like what's the big weapon in, in, on Tennessee is Davis. T- Tannehill running Corey Davis. Corey Davis fucking ro- shredded Gilmore last year. They have a couple. They have a couple uh, wide receivers like young wide receivers that are, are AJ Brown. They remind me of uh, and Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry has been a beast. Yeah, but he I is a problem. I, I'll never be worried about a running back beating us. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, that's true. You know, I've never. There's never been a running back. That I can remember that beat us. I remember like once in like 2004 or something when it was Drew Brees and LaDainian Tomlinson. Tomlinson had like a really big game. But I've never really seen a running back beat us like by himself. Well, forever. They never let up like 100-yard rushers. Yeah. Or they would have been like right around 100. Like they would never let up like that big 160-yard yeah. game in two times. Like- there was one time they played the Broncos like that big year when Peyton Manning was like unstoppable. Uh, yeah. And they just let no Sean Marino run for like a 300 yards. Yeah. Just let him. They like they had dropped. They had, they had like eight defensive backs. Yeah. Knowing that the Patriots offense was just as good as Denver offense. They're like, fuck it. Just let no Sean Marino run. Control and the clock that way. And a few guys who won't flinch on that. Yeah. And he would just keep handing it off because yeah. it's the right thing to do. Like A lot of guys eventually are like, yeah, I'm going to win this game. I'm <laughs> yeah. going to throw the ball into double coverage. Yeah, and like, then they lost anyway. So, you know, the Patriots beat him anyway. Uh, but, yeah, that was a fucking wild game. That's the other thing is, like, Belichick is the single greatest advantage in sports. Yeah, he is. He is He's better than having LeBron in basketball. He's better than having a starting pitcher who's like – you know, at the top of his game in a playoff game, like I would take Belichick over all that. So yeah. you're walking in like, are they good? Have we lost to these, uh, you know, former coaches before? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I don't really care. You're Belichick at home in a playoff game. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. The, the only thing that he doesn't have an advantage this this week is like, it might still with the players, but like the Foxborough Gillette Stadium itself in the playoffs, especially in a night playoff game, is like, is such an advantage to like winter playoff game in Gillette at night is like the biggest advantage in sports right now. Uh, people walk in. I said it last year. Same thing when the Chargers are like all hyped up, never lost on the road, and uh, they were like uh, they were never lost on the road. So they come up here. I was like, dude, the minute they see fucking Gillette Stadium in the fucking in the fog, their lights are gonna go out. It's it yeah. just they're not gonna be able to handle it. And I don't Tennessee. Did they did they make the playoffs last year? Uh, I, don't I can't think remember so. if they made it and lost to the Chiefs. Maybe that's what happened. Yeah, maybe that's what happened. I just don't think that they're like. A, I mean, they have a couple. Logan Ryan is Malcolm Butler hurt? He's just so bad. I hope he's not <laughs> hurt. I hope he's playing. Uh, I know that, that that big signing they had Adam Humphreys. He's out for the game. He's whatever too. Yeah, he's, he's not, not good. a good player. Uh, like they benched Mariota, Ryan Tannehill's like their quarterback of the future now. Uh, I mean, they got a good defense and they get Derrick Henry, uh, but there's nobody else that's like blowing you away. Like they're yeah, tight. They're a nine and seven team in a bad division. Yeah, exactly. They do they even, no? They didn't even win the division, right? They came in. They're the wild card team. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Brown had a thousand yards, eight touchdowns. AJ Brown had a thousand yards. Yeah. Besides really? him, Corey Davis had 600 yards, two touchdowns. Their rookie wide receiver had 1,000 yards. Yeah. That's fucked up. They have Delaney Walker, who had 215 yards this year. Coming off year. a torn ACL. Uh, or yeah, and then or... pretty much Derrick Henry has just been a monster. 1,500 yards, 16 touchdowns. Holy shit. What about uh, 
Deion Lewis? Yeah, what's he done this year? 209 yards, zero touchdowns. Ah, you hate to see it. And then in the passing game, 164 yards. He had, yeah, he had 375 yards this year. Total. One touchdown. All per yep. All purpose. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I would really like to rub it in dumb Deion Lewis's face if they win this week. They have uh, Kenyon, I forget his name, Bayard, the safety. Oh, yeah. Big hard-hitting safety. They have a good defense. Logan Ryan's good. It's pretty. He's their best. He's a most tackles on the team. Logan Ryan. Yeah. Well, that's never a good thing if that's you're a cornerback. No. Um, but yeah, I don't know if Malcolm Butler's hurt for the season, but he, I know he was hurt. Um, then they got the linebackers injured. Are, is he injured? Yeah, I don't know if he played last week. Yeah, Wesley he did not. They have Wesley Woodyard. They had uh, a couple good defensive linemen, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's just I'm not worried about this game. So they they should take care of business at home. I think it's going to be, be a low scoring game, even still. But I think the Patriots will go up early. Like I just think that they're going to be so fired up. Like I don't, I wouldn't be doubt. I wouldn't doubt if they score their first two times on the field. I wouldn't be. I honestly, what I hope happens is Brady comes out and throws for like 340 yards. Yeah, and three All touchdowns. Passing. And then it's just like, oh wait, Shit. he's not. Yeah, he's not fuck. done. Yeah, because like everyone's already like, like you see Fox Sports One like put up like the the countdown clock in the t- upper right corner, the countdown till the Patriots dynasty ends. What that they're gonna lose? They, yeah, Saturday? it literally says countdown to Patriots dynasty ends. And it ends Saturday. And it ends Saturday. Oh, yeah, that's adorable. That's so. It stupid. really is like wow. like, and then they think like, oh, why do the Patriots feel disrespected? Yeah, it really is like it's incredibly. They ever do this to Le- like you would never do this to LeBron. Yeah, like uh, till LeBron's dynasty ends. Yeah, exactly. They would never do that disrespect because yeah. they respond. You know, like, the Patriots don't respond to it, so like they can just keep getting away with it and doing it. Yeah, they literally don't care. Yeah, uh, they'll oh they they have it like inside their locker room. I'm sure like it blown up in a picture. Uh, but yeah, they'll never hear another thing about it. Yeah, I mean these guys are gonna be ready to go. High Tower. I mean, this is they call him Mister uh, Mister February. February for a reason. Yeah, there's a lot of players that really need to step up, especially after last week. I mean, Gilmore's gonna be on fire this week. He's bullshit. He'll be bullshit. I would love yeah, Gilmore is gonna be real pissed. I would love for Collins to come back and play like he was at the beginning of the year. Yeah. I don't know what happened to him. Why do you? I don't fall know. Off? They like dialed him back, but he. I don't know. They weren't blitzing him as much. He had a sack in this game, but like for some reason Ryan Fitzpatrick was uncatchable. You could not tackle him. Slippery guy. I saw. I probably I probably saw twelve defensive plays, and I saw Simon make six yeah. good plays. The best, just good tackles yeah. coming off the edge. He closes the he closes the edge quick on a run. He co- comes down the gap. He didn't, just, listen, he's, he's a team perfect. first player that loves setting the edge. You're he's gonna, the perfect patriot. Yeah, and they're gonna sign him. They're gonna let like someone walk at the end yeah. of this year. Oh yeah, somebody big that everyone's gonna be like, "Are you kidding me?" And they're gonna sign Simon for like seven years, twenty million. Yeah, and then people are gonna be furious. They're gonna be like, "Who's guy, Simon?" I don't even know his name. It won't matter. He's the best. He's a leader. He's the best defensive front seven or whatever uh, D lineman guy they yeah. have. Yeah, an edge setter. There's no better edge setter than him. No, and I love our tackles. Yeah, Shelton, Guy, Guy, and Butler are monsters in the middle. That defense is. Oof. I mean, the defense is great, but fucking, they just need to have a good game. You know, they need to have a good game, and special teams has to have a good game. For like the Patriots to win, or they haven't been doing it. Well, that's the other. The special teams has been, yeah. They didn't get. They lost a turnover battle this week, yeah. which was you know classic football. You lose yeah. a turnover battle. Yeah, right. Exactly. But they didn't like. They had them uh, like some ridiculously high um, turnover battle. Like what? Do you, whatever you call it. Like plus, you know, the turnover ratio. Was, I think they were like plus thirty-seven or something this year. There's a there's a stat that it's like. Um, it's like turnover battle, the turnover plus minus plus like the sack plus minus. So yeah, more, and it's like a big indicator on wins in it, playoffs. Yeah, yeah, it's like Saints and Patriots are one two. The yeah. worst is Houston and Seattle. Yeah, sneaky real bad. Yeah, because they don't have good. Uh, they don't have really good pass rushers at no. all. Well, they both had. Yeah, Jadavian Clowney and and what JJ Watt JJ Watt was out, out for the whole year. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, they also just their offensive line suck. Yeah, that means so they get sacked a ton. Um, so you you just don't turn the ball over like they usually don't. Patriots has got to control it. They got to go back, throw back to fucking oh one, oh three, oh four. Run the ball or last year, run the ball, screen passes, stupid things. Get like guys open like they did with a Landon Roberts last week. Fucking trick plays, whatever. Score hard, score nineteen points. It doesn't matter. Just don't give up twenty. Or do you did it against Buffalo in? Dominate field position. Yeah, they. That's a. That's the only reason. They, well, not the only. But that's the big reason why they won the Buffalo game was just 
they pinned him inside the 10 almost every possession. It's yeah. like, all right, march 90 field yards if you do that. It's hard know. to do, yeah. yeah. You're going to be us, but the, yeah. Yeah, they'll, they'll have some good stuff. I mean, Gillette will be rocking. Tennessee McDaniels is going to have, have no trick travel. Plays going. I hate the trick plays. The trick plays are fun to watch, especially when they work, but they just indicate to me that they're like, they know that the regular offense isn't good enough. Yeah, but they've been doing it forever. Yeah. I mean, they did it with, you know. No, they used to do a flea flicker like once every four games. Amon Dolan used they to do... throw touchdown passes on the regular. Bullshit. That he used never to remember happened. the Baltimore game when they had to come back twice. In the divisional game, yeah. yeah. And Amendola threw the bomb to yeah. uh, Edelman. Amendola threw opposite. One to... It was opposite. It was Edelman to Amendola. Edelman to Amendola. Edelman's thrown the ball a decent amount. Yeah, he has. But I'm saying like it's, it used to be like one every four games. Now they run a trick play every single game. They did one. I mean, the Brady catch when he dropped. I mean, that was they yeah. did a few that game. They do. They always do. Trick plays. And Double I hate reverse them. bombs. I, I fucking... Like, that's I like always a sign to me that they don't know what they're doing. Like, when this they were losing... it feels like that. Yeah, when they were... I forget who they were playing. Um, it was a Super Bowl. I think it was against Atlanta when they were down 28-3, to three, or maybe they were up a little bit more. And, like, we were getting nothing going. Uh, and, he, he like, they threw out to the left to Edelman, and he threw all the way across the field to Deion Lewis. I'm like, what is going yeah. on? It was You're like literally big... he threw like a 40-yard pass completely across the field, and it should have been intercepted, and it just hit like Deion Lewis in the leg. I'm like this is the sh- that, That's the shit that drives me nuts. Like, You're a big Herman Boom fan. We got four plays like Nova King. Yeah, exactly. Time it always works. Yeah. We run <laughs> right. Some... We run left. I got some uh, trick plays here if you want to get the kids' imaginations going. <laughs> Coach, you worry about your defense. I worry about the offense. <laughs> that's all you care about. Downhill football. That's it. Here the run the damn ball. At the Malcolm Gove Stadium. I want, I want fucking... I want 1940s football at Foxborough this weekend. I <laughs> get a good one. Uh, the oh, this just in: Patriots are still in the playoffs. That was a good tweet on oh. Monday. Oh, that's I, I said. That. I'm being told the Patriots are still in the playoffs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Confused. It's just, I, uh, I mean, honestly, if you if you want to do, I really do. I have like 31 to 13. Really, you think it's this a big a, time blowout? Yeah, I think it's. I a, think they're going to win big. I don't know if they're going to be able to capture that magic they had last year. Um, I mean, it's still funny. Like you feel like the world's like crashed around you. Like they're the sixth seed or something. Like they're going on the road in the wild card game, but they only have to win. They still have to win three games, but two of them were on the road. Well, you don't hear the same shit about the saints. They're yeah. the same seed as the yeah. saints. Oh, wait, one more loss. Like they're yeah. not, they're fine. They're fu- They're, they're all right. They're fine. Yeah. Just everyone breathe. Yeah. The, right. If I, if this offense was scoring a little bit more, I'd feel more confident. Like last year, the Patriots offense could score like regularly. Like I think they only, they scored like nothing crazy, like four more points a game than this team did. But like, it just felt like it was a lot more last year because yeah. they really, the Patriots had like two big blowouts at the beginning of the season. They scored like 45 points and 33 points and well, then never just, really did that again. Well, they looked pretty, but they looked really bad at a lot of points last year. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Every road game, they were terrible. Give me Belichick and, and Brady's not there. Yeah. I just don't think they're going to lose. Yeah. And it's definitely home. Like it's a homer mentality, but it's just, it care. really had never let you down. No, it's this, just, why are we flinching on this? And then you're little, you could be looking at the end of Brady. This could be Brady's last game in Foxborough. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't we either. went. We covered. There's nowhere for him to go. The no. best team for him to go to next year, if he was a free agent, if he played for a different team, would be to come to New England. Yeah, exactly. Play for Belichick and with a great defense. defense. Yeah, and a young. You know, they need a couple more pieces, but yeah. they're they're almost there. They just got the injury bug a little bit, but yeah. they'll be fine. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be worried about that. And it's like fucking. Um, and I think he's coming back. I don't think he can. There's nowhere else to go. I like it. I said today in twi- on Twitter, I was like, everybody that thinks he's gone, like, are completely glancing over the fact that they gave him that weird extension, which was basically just money now, and then like the uh, the year next year. So if there's money on the books next year. It's like fourteen million dollars. So if pa- he leaves, the Patriots pay fourteen million dollars for nothing. Do you think Belichick wants to give away fourteen million dollars? Yeah, no. It's insane. And, and he knows, I think he knows how much. You see, the, um, they did the NFL 100. And it was Brady and Belichick up there yeah. talking. And it was they like, loved each other. I, I, thought Bel- I thought Brady was going to cry a couple yeah. of times. I thought Belichick the same. It's like yeah. how much they, because they are like two of the guys that have kind of approached the game in the same way. And there's not many guys that do that. Like the other guys on there were like Ed Reed did it, yeah. Ray Lewis did it, that said it. There's not many guys that come around like this this often. And Belichick had had one for 20 years. Yeah. And he yeah. loves him. Like yeah. they, he's like, there's nobody 
He says there's he's never seen anybody process a play faster no. and make decisions faster, yeah. the right decision faster. Like he doesn't. There's nobody he's ever seen. And I, I mean, he's one of the toughest players he's probably ever had too. Like I can't imagine there's anybody tougher. You know how many injuries he's had? Like he tried to play through his torn ACL. He's never missed a game. Other that, than when his ACL got torn. That Randy Moss story is one of the best of all time. Yeah. And he's like, he's throwing passes in the in locker room. In the locker room, ready to play fucking week, week two. Yeah. It's insane. Uh, uh, I gotta take a dump. All right. Well, I don't know. We'll be here next week. Yeah, we'll do what it anyway doing, next week. Uh, it's only 50 minutes, but... Uh, sure. We, we just, you know, there's not much to talk about. We're very we disappointed gotta, in the week last week, but we do feel like they're going to come back and win. It's, it means not, it's over. Move on. Let's go. Brady's not going time. anywhere. McDaniels might go somewhere. Doesn't matter. Bring Chad O'Shea back. He got fired by Miami, which was an insane move. That would be interesting to see if, because I guess he used to be their red zone guy. And yeah. that's kind of where the thought. I don't know why they haven't like hired him again already. Maybe he's feeling out if he can get an offensive coordinator job somewhere else. But, I mean, it's probably not going to happen. He didn't really yeah. have a good or he's going to go work for McDaniels somewhere else. Yeah, that's true, too. Um, anyway, uh, I got the Patriots winning. I think it's going to be 27-17. But I think the Patriots go up big early, say like seventeen nothing. I think the defense is going to be ready to go. Yeah, I think they're going to lay it on. I mean, they don't. They didn't forget what happened last year. Uh, Deion Lewis and his dumb mouth. Um, and then you know what? We'll see what happens from there. As long as you get in the tournament, just like Bill Parcells said, you just got to get to the tournament. Love it. All right, go Patriots. Go Patriots. Do your job. All right, don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. Stack receivers two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands he has. Uh-huh. Wilson, quick throw. And it's good. Intercepted. Intercepted to Malcolm Butler. Butler has it at the one. Malcolm Butler. And Warner goes back to throw. And here's the blitz by Mike Brayton. You're the greatest quarterback in the world, man. Hey, I love you, man.